0: and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome. To live with Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to conscious heart connection, and now your host Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome. Hey. To we're um, looking, it feels like we may be having some storms here where I live during uh, the show. Hopefully um, it will stay quiet out there. It was thundering um, quite loudly a little bit ago. So hopefully it'll stay nice and quiet and our power will stay on and all will be well, right? Crazy time we're living in, crazy time. So I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer, and it is my, my joy to share this every Sunday night, to share some wisdom, and to be able to offer uh, complimentary readings on air for those that feel that that serves them. I love doing this. Um, to me, this is a way of being able to touch more people than I can one-on-one. And I know that my soul's purpose is to be here for you. And so for those of you that show up each Sunday or pop in and out or listen to the replay, thank you. Thank you for assisting me in realizing my soul's purpose, which is to be a guide for you as we all walk this amazing journey of being human. And it has been a bit challenging lately, for sure. <clears throat> I know that um, last week, and I do believe that, oh, maybe I didn't share this. don't remember if I shared this last Sunday or not. Um, last week, not this past week, but the week before that, for those of you that are very empathic, um, and very energy sensitive. I imagine it was a challenging week for you. And because for me, I couldn't stop crying all week. It was most, most difficult to be who I am. And I kept asking myself, you know, is this mine? Because as an empath, that is probably one of the first questions. That I learn to ask, it's what I teach my clients that are also very energy sensitive that pick up on the emotions of other people so that they can be able to be discerning of whether the energy that they're feeling is their own or something that they're picking up on from someone else. Because to be able to be discerning of energy is very important when you're an empath because then it gives you the the amazing <clears throat> excuse me the amazing empowerment the gift of choice how to be in it i believe that our superhuman power is conscious choice we cannot control what what arises what occurs, what shows up in our lives outside of ourselves. We just can't. It's not possible. We don't have that gift yet as human beings. Perhaps someday we will evolve into that type of human being where we have more, shall we say, presence of mind to be aware and control the thoughts that we have, which is how we manifest our reality, right? Not there yet. And when we are there, should we eat that way as a species, it will be much easier to have that sense of empowerment is going on in our world or about what's going on in our world. However, at this time, our greatest gift of empowerment is our, our superpower, our human superpower, which is conscious choice. And so what that all involves is not just what we are choosing, but the process by which we are making that choice. So if we're making our choices as what some might feel like is a knee-jerk reaction rather than a very mindful presence, then the outcome of that choice, The effect, shall we say, will be very different than if we take the time to have the presence of mind to consciously breathe into our heart, be connected there, and then make a conscious choice. So the choice is twofold. It's not just the choice, but it is who we are being in our relationship with ourselves as we are making that choice. Because the choice we make from ego, mind, and personality, physicality, and emotion, the totality of being human, shall we say, is very different than making a choice from a place of conscious heart connection. The choice feels different. The process of making the choice feels different i invite you if you do not know the difference if you've not experienced the difference bless me please reach out to me because that is a game changer for everyone can we hold that space 24 7 where we are always living in the heart and making choices from that place of being i don't know anybody that can do it 24 7 And if you do know of someone, I often tell my clients, if you know of someone that can, please tell me who they are. I want to study with them. I want to sit at their feet as a student, right? I don't know that it's humanly possible to do that 24-7 yet at the stage of evolution that we're at. But the more that we choose that way of being, I will tell you this the easier it is to be here, to be a human being. If you've listened to this show at any other time, uh, you know that it is, it is my soul's purpose to teach the benefits of and how to maintain consciousness. For I believe and trust and know that that is our human collective's sole purpose for being here. And that's S-O-U-L as well as S-O-L-E. So when I say S-O-L-E, it is the singular purpose that we're all here. And so if that is true for you, then no matter what the issue is that comes up for you that is problematic or a challenge, if you jump right down to the core and ask the question, what about this? opportunity what about this experience is an opportunity for me to be a loving presence unto myself first whether it's an argument with your spouse or a friend or a partner whether it's fear that's coming up for you that has to do with anything and everything it doesn't matter what the issue is that we manifest in our lives on some level of consciousness. It's only there to teach us what we came into the body to learn, how to be a loving presence unto ourselves first. The reason why this is so important, I've, I've recently just mentioned, it, it's so important because who we're being in the experience, is what makes it what it is what we believe about the experience also part of who we are being in it is how it is defined for us it's what makes it what it is we're the one in charge if you make yourself a victim on any level feeling that life is happening to you you're missing the point and losing a precious opportunity for learning the soul lesson that you came in to learn, whether you are consciously knowing of it or not. Even in the midst of the the COVID pandemic that we are all worldwide being touched by on some level, I haven't been out for four weeks out of my house, it's been an interesting experience to say the least. Say the least. In the beginning, it was easier because I, I live alone. It's much—it's not a big a stretch for me to not be out for a couple of weeks at a time. Week three was when I lost it. Couldn't stop crying all week, picking up on the energy of fear and grief that everyone else was experiencing collectively. I can only process so much. So can you. So what did I do? I allowed for it. Because if you don't allow for your humanity, then you've missed the point again of why you're here. You're here to learn from the human experience. So important that we understand the why of why we're here, our sole purpose. Because when we understand that, then it gives us tools and direction that are very different than the traditional way of looking at life's challenges. So I invite you to consider as you are continuing, as we are continuing to move through this time together, that we are all connected We see that in terms of a pandemic virus, how easily because we are physically connected that this infection has spread and created that collective experience of a pandemic for all of us. It has affected every system worldwide without exception. But it also is important for us to realize that not only can we be connected physically and affect each other, but we are always connected energetically. There is no separation when it comes to looking at who we are as energy beings based on quantum physics. Everything is energy vibrating at different rates of speed or frequencies our bodies, the blood flowing in our bodies, our voice, the tonality of our voice, music, the colors of light. It's all energy. And so when we realize that from that energetic perspective of which the body is but one layer of who we are, that we are truly a we and not just a me, We get to really see the bigger picture of how precious this experience is and can be for each of us and for all of us as a collective. For those of you that are active on social media, you've noticed, I'm sure, so many opportunities for the generosity of various practitioners in offering Collective meditations, sound healings, Reiki healings, you name it. There is something out there to choose from that you can gift yourself with that is complimentary, a gift from each of these facilitators of healing. There is definitely not a lack of variety to choose from. Why do you think that is? It's not that these people are all of a sudden becoming generous. They are always doing this. But there is such a volume of it
2: that we are able to
1: see it even more clearly. People are really being much more overt in their gifts that they're offering I invite you to take a look at everything that goes on around you from the perspective of how is this enhancing my ability to be part of this collective consciousness, this collective humanity? And how can I share love to help the collective? Because that my friends is the answer to everything. It may feel very simplistic and woo-woo and so unrealistic if you're having problems putting food on the table because you haven't had a job to go to. I get that. But it is the most important part of being in the body. And if we can, for a moment, many moments throughout the day, just stop and breathe into our hearts, into and out of that beautiful heart center that is in the middle of our chest and intentionally send love to humanity, to the planet, to our blessed Mother Earth. We will be accomplishing more than you could possibly imagine And if you would choose to do that, I would say to you, thank you. Because that helps me as well. We're all one presence of love in these bodies, having a collective human experience. We're all here for the same reason, remembering how to be a loving presence unto ourselves first and then with others. We must know who the who the me is in order to be connected to the we. All of what's happening is good, my friends. It just doesn't feel good, but that doesn't make it less than positive to benefit all of us. It all depends on our perspective. So I invite you to shift from if you are in that victim consciousness where you feel like you're not creating what you see, sense, feel, and experience outside of you, but rather that it's happening to you, I ask you to consider on some level of consciousness creating this together, not to go into judgment about it, but to see it as the opportunity that it is for us all to come home to our hearts with ourselves first, which then becomes the heart of we, shall we say. That one heart of love that we are all connected to, that we all are. So this is, this is also the week of the new moon. The new moon is this Thursday, um, September 23. I offer a monthly new moon clearing call. And you might have seen in the description of tonight's show that we would be talking about intention setting in the new moon. I offer a monthly clearing uh, podcast. Um, I've been offering two of them a month, one with a focus um, on entrepreneurs and business owners, because I work a lot with these individuals in my private practice. And then one for focusing on us as individuals separate and apart from our businesses. The general new moon call as individuals has been going on for a number of years now. I did the individual one for entrepreneurs for the last couple of years. And, and I was guided to join it back as one call per month with. focus on both to have a segment or an aspect of the call each month where we are addressing consciously those issues unique to entrepreneurs and business owners why a clearing call because having the energy of who you are cleared helps you to enhance your ability to be present with you as you sit down and write your intentions for the next lunar cycle, because the new moon is all about setting intentions. The full moon, as you may know, is all about clearing out whatever serves your highest good. So I was guided to create this clearing process for the benefit of making it more powerful for you to sit down and write your intentions to clearly understand what they are to be for you and then write them out in conscious language. Intention setting is part of how we send a vibrational message with our words and voice out to the universe stating what our heart's desire is and asking for support in bringing it to form bringing it into manifestation shall we say i utilize the ho'oponopono prayer i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you or just i love you or just thank you in addition to working with two very specific energy wellness tools An intention disc as well as a serious, as in the star system, serious balance pendant. They work very synergistically together. You do not need to purchase them to enjoy the benefit of them. I've been doing this clearing process for many years, remotely and with clients on my healing table. And they're wonderful. They're very powerful. I use them every day. So don't worry about whether you have them. Don't worry about whether you can be with me live. It's at noon tomorrow, Eastern time. If you listen to the replay, it will be just as powerful for you. And the the gift that I offer is that replay is available to everyone that registers until midnight on the day of the new moon. And I offer individual sessions to support you in whatever it is that you are choosing to manifest, to assist you in clearing out whatever the limiting patterns are, no matter what they are. Ho'oponopono is an amazing tool, along with the other tools that I have that I offer to you as a client to work with you individually. It is my soul's purpose. To support you in whatever way that I can. And it brings me great joy, truly. So, if you'd like to join us tomorrow for um, the new moon clearing, remembering that for those of you that registered for either of them, you will still get your reminder in the morning and a link to the replay. For those of you that have never registered, you can go into the show description. And there is a link to register. If this is a complimentary gift, all you need to do is register, and you will receive reminder emails each month as well as the link to the replay for as long as it is available each month. Or you can go to my website at Eileen I L E N E the forward slash events click on tomorrow's date, which is April 20, and the the little event block will open up and you can click on that link and it will take you to the registration page and some more information about it if you are looking for more information. And for those of you that are not aware, before we begin our readings, which we're going to do in about two seconds, um, I also offer complimentary heart healer sessions. If you are looking to understand more of how I can serve you, that's a perfect opportunity for me to listen to what it is that you're identifying as your issues and for me to then share with you how I can support you. I am offering many different payment options in light of all of what we are going through. So please, if you think that you can if that language is circulating in your brain, Please don't go there. Give me an opportunity to hear what you feel that you can afford if you are truly not bringing any financial abundance in and we will work out something to support you. I've been doing this work for 25 years and I have always found a way to serve the people that really want to receive. It is, it is my joy to be able to do that. So, either click on the link on the show description for the new moon clearing or go to my uh, website, EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash events and click on tomorrow's date, which is when the next new moon clearing is. And um, it will be my joy to have you participate in this monthly complimentary clearing process, which is most, wonderful i mean i enjoy doing it as much as gifting it to you all right so we have a number of people in the queue here i see so rj i'm grateful you're with us tonight good evening
3: good evening eileen yes we did uh, accumulate some callers so that's wonderful
1: I'm very grateful and so grateful that you're here with me tonight. How was your Easter? Did was it a an interesting family gathering doing it virtually?
3: Yes, it was. Uh, a Zoom call with uh, seven, almost eight connections we had for a little bit, but uh, yes, it was wonderful to experience
1: and get oh, together lovely. with my family that way. Oh, lovely. I'm so grateful. Um, Last week's show, I had shared that we did the same thing with my family um, a week ago Saturday. um, So that I think we had four households connected. Um, It was just my immediate family to do a little bit of a, a Passover Seder. It was, but it was, there is something so special and dynamic about this virtual world that everyone's participating in. Thank goodness we can connect in this way. We are, we're all being very creative, aren't we? <laughs> it's amazing. Well,
3: yes. Just to mention, though, that tool has been around for quite a long time, and it's amazing that
1: now it's getting a lot of use. <laughs> it really is. I'm so grateful. I really am. So as I am for you being here tonight, so where shall we begin our journey of offering readings tonight, RJ? We're going to start
3: out in the Northeast in New Jersey and speak with Rose Marie Maria, excuse me.
1: All right. Good evening, Rose Maria. How are you? Good evening, sweetheart. Can you hear us?
4: Yeah, I'm here. How are you?
1: Oh, wonderful. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. How are you doing up there in New Jersey?
4: Eh, doing good. So far, so good.
1: I'm very grateful to hear that. Your family is safe and healthy so far?
4: So far, so good, yep.
1: Oh, good, good. How can we be of service tonight? What's going on in your world?
4: I guess about money floating in and all that happy stuff. I got a lot on my plate, family stuff. In
1: okay. It. Okay. So tell me what about money? other than the obvious that you want some wisdom about how can I hone it in for you to get you as much information as I can
4: Uh I don't know like when is it going to come in and when it starts when I start working again I hope
1: What type of work do you do
4: Uh IT homeland security
1: Ah okay is your job secure? You're just not allowed to work because they're limiting the number of people working.
4: Um, I need to go back to work.
1: No, I know I need you to need to, but but were you laid off or are are you on hold while the pandemic is going on?
4: Yes, I'm on hold for the pandemic.
1: Okay, because there's a very different feeling for. Either question. That's why I want to know more specifically a little bit more, right? Um, Right. Okay. So, because it's interesting, it feels like you should be able to do this uh, remotely. You should be able to do the job that you do remotely. Right. And And I'm not sure why they're not setting it up to allow that for you. Uh, It may be because they're not able to create the security in the right way. Um, However, um, if I I connect in with at what point will money be flowing, I want to say that I believe that all of us will be getting more back to a normal flow by June. I'm not sure exactly when in June. It may not be 100%, but but I feel like in June that that money will be flowing to you and to all of us. In the interim, I don't know if this even speaks to you, but there are a lot of, um, if you can feel safe doing it. There are a lot of um, companies that are offering food delivery service where that is a means of creating a flow of money, and they are all looking for for people to hire. I don't know if that speaks to you at all, but something something to think about. The other thing that you okay. might consider I don't know what aspect of IT you offer, but this might be a time to consider an entrepreneurial approach to utilizing your gifts outside of a corporate setting. Does that speak to you at all? It does. Because that is something that you might want to be open to receiving information about and opportunities. Because unless we're open to the opportunity, then it doesn't happen. You know, we we won't hear it. We won't see it as it comes across our desk kind of a thing. And I'm feeling like there is an opportunity there for you. You're very gifted in the work that you do, it feels like. And you can apply what you have been doing in the industry that you're in to the private sector. And because so many people are doing things virtually now, there is so much need for someone with your experience. Does that make sense to you? And how does that feel? It feels good. So something that you you might want to think about. If you want to do a private session about it, by all means, reach out to me and we can brainstorm based on more detailed information that you can share with me, um, how we might be able to identify the different markets that you might be able to cross over into as a private contractor or independent contractor. It feels very uh, lucrative uh, to me for you. And I'm not sure that you can do that while you're still in that industry. Do they allow yeah. for that when you're in that industry? It doesn't feel like they do, do they?
4: Um, sometimes depends what it is, the job and Okay.
1: Okay. So, it depends. So, something to think about. Something to think about <laughs> for sure. But hang in there. Um, it is it is not a permanent condition for any of us. It is not a permanent condition for you. My sense is you're going to stay very healthy. Keep doing whatever you're doing to support that that quarantined environment, and and making very wise choices. Lots of hand washing, mask wearing, etc. And and just hang in there. Take advantage of all of the um, resources that are available to support you financially during this time. If you are not familiar with all of them, get out there and start looking because there is a lot of resource out there that a lot of people don't even know about. Okay? Okay. All
4: right. I
1: surround you with love, sweet lady. Thank you so much for calling in tonight, okay?
4: Thanks for taking my call. Thank you.
1: My joy. My joy. All right. Okay, RJ. RJ. We're going to go to my backyard,
3: to uh, Northern Virginia, and speak with actually a friend of mine who I ride my motorcycle with, Michelle.
2: Okay, wonderful. Good evening, Michelle. Good evening, Eileen. I just want to tell you, first off, I have great respect for you as an empath, as I share the same. Oh, Um,
1: sweetie, thank you. Thank you.
2: And, you know, it is a gift and a blessing, as we both know. Um, you know, uh, (laughs) three wonderful children and we've gone through quite the trauma in our life. We are survivors and my son and also my daughters, I've always tried to help them because they are, you know, extra sensitive and how to deal with when they walk in a room, they, they they're not only dealing with their own, but they pick up on other people's, and they don't know how to let go of that. It gets tangled up in their own. They own someone else's stuff, and it just mm. brings them down, and it's it's really a struggle for my son, who is one of the most empath. He's such an empath beyond the things that he has told me. is just amazing, and I, mm. I want to know what kind of... You know, from a mom, you can only say so much. You know, what's the language that I use or how or direction? Because you can't tell anybody. But I want to let him know that it took me 50 years to figure out how to (laughs) not own else's things. And, you know, and I agree with you as much as we all are one consciousness. I mean, the abilities that we do have as empath is that, besides as we women get all in the same period during the moon, that individual <laughs> abilities, we, we can heal each other and we take those things on. But um, given that, we need to also know how to disconnect from that to be our own person. And Agreed. Agreed. My son struggles with that. and you know. Tell me,
1: tell me how old
2: that son is. He's 23 years old. And, he's and how old are the old. other children? My oldest daughter is 27. I can't believe it, and my other daughter is 25. They're, they both have. Well, I'm an, art, I'm an artist, and they've got my creative, creative ability, which speaks to the impasse in them. Um, yeah. And, and they, but they also, as we, you know, you and I both know, they have a, an extra strain of DNA, and know more than I do. They teach me every day. But you know, with my son and the trauma that. We've been through the domestic violence and such. It's it's hard for him to separate what you know what is his and what is just because somebody says something or acts a certain way or is in a grump that he can he can literally walk out of the room and 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 let it roll off. And I just don't know how to get through to him to help him. Okay. So have you ever listened
1: to the show before, Michelle?
2: I have not. This is actually a great privilege. I mean, I'm so glad oh, wonderful. that Archie has told okay. me because I, it's wonderful. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> it gives
1: me um, a, a starting point for you. Um, <clears throat> I want to give you, I want to give, there's so much that I can share with you. I would invite Mm -hmm. you to do a complimentary heart healer session with me so that I can be much more specific for you and give you more details. But for you and for everyone else that's having um, this same experience, let me offer you the simplest and most powerful tool that I can. And so I hear you and understand that it is difficult to... Find the right words that will be able to be heard by a 23-year-old. Correct. Okay? And so don't engage. Just don't engage. The easiest thing to do is to use the Ho'oponopono prayer. And I will give you the language for it. When we are, as a mother, when, when we are... suffering for our children and that's whether we birth them into this realm or we are of a mothering nature
2: Mm -hmm. we do
1: not need to take on the suffering of those that we love and we care about in order to assist them in clearing whatever the underlying dynamic is that's creating the suffering that we are a witness to and experiencing. As an empath, experiencing it on multiple levels. Understood? Makes sense so far?
2: It totally makes sense to me, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, are you familiar with the Ho'oponopono? I am, actually. Okay. So, I have the work group, but I do need
1: guidance with that. Okay easy there are four applications i'm going to give you the the first application which which would be for you to support your son as okay. facilitators of healing <clears throat> we often you'll often hear people say you know i'm a healer i never say that because the healing is not mine the healing Correct. is always the person that I'm facilitating the healing of. Well, when we hold that viewpoint and we get that it's not our healing, then it opens up the opportunity for other dynamics to support them. doesn't do any, anything except what you've described happens with your son, which is that you've taken on the energy, the force of the suffering is, and then it's right. not yours. There's nothing you can do about it because it's not up yours we right. get to either engage or not engage or not
2: the more
1: we engage in what the issue is the more we create the issue right the less we engage and take a different approach the more powerful we are setting up the process or initiating the process to clear whatever the root cause is. So this is how it works. Ho'oponopono, to clear on behalf of someone else, is a sentence like this. To whatever memories are in me that are the source of my son's suffering on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And you'll have this in the replay. So you can go back and listen to it. That I am to atone for is a phrase that's added when we are offering up or initiating the clearing on behalf of someone else. But we are not clearing his stuff directly. That's not our job. That's not our that's not ours. We are, however, by saying, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me. We are saying to the root cause of what it is that is within us, in our subconscious mind. I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I did to create you. Please forgive me for whatever I did to create you. And the thank you is to God, divine creator, for clearing whatever that memory or pattern is that created the suffering. Because we will never know the
2: the hell of it.
1: Okay? So you can say either I love you repeatedly to initiate this clearing on behalf of your son. You can say thank you repeatedly. God, divine creator, understands and knows your intention. Or you can say I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you repeatedly. Or you can do the phrase to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my son's suffering. On any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you. And I would say it often. I don't have that's the time a, to be able to great. share with you how this prayer, this aspect or application of the prayer has been incredibly powerful for me.
2: And that's the missing part that I've had, actually. I've done the I love you, the I'm sorry, and the, you know, and mm-hmm. I love but that one key thing, the phrase that you just said is a missing element that I have not been able but I, I haven't been able to come up with the words to resonate with him, to be immersed with him, to you know get It's not about my...
1: him. Uh 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 stop, yeah, no. stop, stop. Michelle I'm gonna say to you, don't go there. Yeah. Okay. You must only look at it that you are asking to have what is within you that is the source of his suffering cleared. Okay. Let divine creator God take care of the rest of it. Because if you see it, you own it. Correct. So it's only you. What is within you that you are asking to have clear? The beauty of it is, as it is cleared from you, it is cleared from everyone and everywhere else that it exists. And because you are specifying, it is initiating it to be cleared from you on behalf of your son. That's the first place Mm -hmm. it goes. Right. For now, I would just focus on that, because as you keep clearing these root causes from you, it will help you, as well as
2: him. Makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally makes sense to me. And yeah. if it's something that that you feel
1: at a time he might be open to learning, then you can teach yeah. him this.
2: He's very open to learning. We've had many discussions on this. Okay. And I feel he, he is open. He has an understanding. Then um, have him call me. I, have him call I will. me.
1: I will. I would love to speak to him. It would be my joy. Have him reach out and schedule some time with me. Tell, you know, Show him where the link is to schedule a complimentary heart healer session. It would be my joy to support him. I, I'm an old pediatric nurse. I love working with that age group, teenagers and young adults,
2: oh, and to be Carson able to help them navigate
1: has. the energy. Oh my God, it gives me
4: great joy.
2: He's got a huge heart, and he oh, feels yeah. stuck. And you know, the, he thinks there's something wrong with him because he doesn't have a girlfriend. He, he's such a he's got such a great heart, and I say, Carson, it has nothing to do with you. You know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. But but for me, as you told me, to clear my stuff and to mm-hmm. clear that what I have not done and I mm. need to do. And that, something
1: that, that you might consider that I, that I am offering because I'm technology for doing classes is just so daunting to me. I, I do an intro to Ho'oponopono, and what I would be thrilled to do is if you and the kids are all interested or whichever ones are, I'll do the teaching yes. with you at one time.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. Totally. Bless you. Yes. And and also
1: trip- offer each of you your own, um, you know, the own, your own statements. You, once you have the structure, you can apply it to anything, but when you understand the ways to apply it and, and the language and the understanding of what's happening, when you initiate this process, it's very empowering and it creates a shift so quickly and you get to use it to support humanity as well absolutely
2: whenever you're doing this
1: yes and the issue of domestic violence Michelle it's a generational issue generational issues are up for healing big time absolutely
2: and I I agree and I'm getting my daughter Krista I mean she's very much into this too I mean we find ourselves being connected at times where, you know, during the times where things were bad with the domestic violence and I would be hit and she'd have a headache. or So there are connections that we share, that I share with my children. Um, and
1: so it would be nice that, to be able to clear all of that.
2: Absolutely correct. And um, I've been searching, you know, and I, and I realized that I, I have the gift and, it's, you know, the gift of being an empath, as much as it's a curse, you can't turn it off. Once you got it, you got it. and you just <laughs> But you embrace it. I think that's the most important thing, and that's where Carson.
1: Agreed. Um, Agreed. Says Michelle, thank you. It. Thank you so, thank you so much, much for choosing to hop on um, the call tonight and for asking for this time. It is, it is my joy. Everything that we talked about, I know will be helpful to other people. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank
2: you so very much. God bless you. Thank you. I
1: I appreciate it. My joy, honey. Blessings. Have a good rest of your night. You too. Thanks. Thank you. All right, RJ. Thank you for sharing your friend with us. Um,
3: where well, else are we going,
1: sweet a, man? I thought tonight would be a
3: good night to introduce her to you, so I'm glad that occurred. Oh, so i was we're going perfect. back to New York and speak with Katie. Okay. Good
1: evening, Katie.
4: Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call.
1: My joy, honey. How can we be of service?
4: Um, I want to move. And I'm thinking about moving down south. I am living on the East Coast, and um, I'm wondering about um, how I'm going to move, when I'm going to move, or just um, creating this, because I kind of just want to be in a loving environment. So I'm open to getting my own place and things like that.
1: Okay. When you say moving south, how far Mm -hmm. south? you looking to do or are you open
4: i'm thinking about um, atlanta or north carolina
1: i love both of those states for you okay so of those two choices yeah i wouldn't come to florida I don't see that as a friendly place for you. I live here, but I would not come here for you. Um, there's something about Atlanta. Um, Atlanta is is it's vibrant. It's it's a loud energy. Are you are you living in the city in New York?
4: Yeah, I'm living in the city, but I think what Atlanta is that I used to live there. So okay, I already you know I lived there. for You know what years you're stuff.
1: getting into. You know yeah, what I, you're getting I
4: know into, it and different things like that. And not to say Charlotte, I think it's the city part of North Carolina as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I'm open to both. But um, um, I hear you. Yeah,
1: I, I want to say let's talk about Atlanta for a moment, and okay. and and then I'll I'll feel guided okay. to even talk about North Carolina with you because Atlanta, for some reason is an energy that I'm feeling very drawn to chat with you about. Um, okay. I, you know, that the energy is very loud there, just like in New York and, and it's, it's dense. It's a very dense energy. Um, I don't that, you know, I'm torn because part of me wants to see you in a place where you can do zero footprint. You don't have to have a car. You you can have public transportation that's reliable. Um, but at the same time, I'm also seeing you kind of being over that and needing to be in a more gentle suburban environment. And yeah. the beauty of it, the beauty of Atlanta is that you have places like that that are close enough to the city that are part of the city, that are more suburban in the way that they feel, less dense energetically, and where you can have your own four walls.
4: Mm -hmm. How does
1: that feel to you?
4: Um, It feels really, really, really good. Um, um, My only fear with the Lanza is that – Uh, they've been having a lot, a lot of, like, burglaries and shootings and different things like that. And um, I kind of just want to make sure, you know, I'm protected and different things like that. But I totally, totally am over the whole New York City subway and bus and all of that type of stuff. Mm -hmm, I don't want to get on those things. I want to have a car again. I want to be in my own space. I want to... I just want, peace. I want a lot of peace in my life. I really want
1: then, peace Then being in a city is not where you want to be. If you want to have access to a city, that's fine. You right. can't control the experiences that are out there. But if you mm-hmm. focus on the fear, yeah. you will create it. So you have to keep clearing that fear. But if you're looking for a more peaceful environment then do not move to or in a big city. And don't require don't require your employment to have the need for a big city. Because you I mean, won't be able to achieve it. Does that make sense?
4: I mean kinda, of, but I, I feel like New York is is like you know, it's like me, you know, like London or. I don't like to me down south is. I've lived there. Their city is not like our city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's it's not, it's like a trillion people and it is like um, Times Square is it's like a zoo. You you're literally bumping people as you walk by. That they, down there is not, is not like that at all. It's 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 way less people in this city. You know, like, I'm
1: hearing you. I'm hearing yeah. you. I, I need to do a caution here with you, Katie. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The compare the comparison that you're mm-hmm. making is is correct. It is different in that way, but mm-hmm. all of the things that you find to be detrimental in a city environment are still going mm-hmm. to be there. So okay. if is what you're looking for, then don't move to a city.
4: Yeah, I get what you say. Atlanta has outskirts. Both of them. Charlotte has outskirts. Um, Atlanta uh-huh. has out. You know, stuff on the outskirts. When I lived I there do. before, I didn't actually live in Atlanta, but it's easy. Like, say you want to go to an event there in Atlanta, the Jaws were in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. it was, it's easier to get to. But um, like New York is like a thousand like there's like uh, 60, 70, like it's a whole nother.
1: <laughs> I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Know, exactly. you. I, I but, think um, that your familiarity with both cities, I, yeah. I don't feel that you'll have any problem um, being uh, financially secure in either city. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even, I would even say that, um, what is, what is that? Um what is the coastal city in South Carolina? Old. Um, it's an uh-huh. historic city. It's right on the on the coast.
4: Oh, is it Myrtle Beach?
1: No, that's that's different. Um, I'm I'm having a problem seeing the name of the city. There, mm-hmm. there is a city in South Carolina that is known for its its historic as a historical landmark. It's a beautiful city, um, has all of the amenities of a city, um, uh, but it's small. But keep in uh, mind, you're moving south; you'll mm-hmm. be dealing with um, all different kinds of weather down here. That's different than being in the Northeast.
4: You have to kind oh, of weigh I'm, I'm, and measure. Yeah, no, I lived there for a few years. So I lived like I lived there maybe about uh, nine years ago. So I'm very really mm-hmm. familiar with you know how the I like their weather way better, to me.
1: Atlanta is very different than your North Carolina weather.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. you
1: you have to kind of decide, feel into it. I'm seeing you in Atlanta, in in a small, um, in a smaller community right outside the city where you've got big, big old trees, um, multi- multifamily dwellings, or smaller houses a little bit farther out, um, but sit with it. You asked when. I, I don't see anything before July, August, September, mm-hmm. um, and it might not even happen this year.
4: Yeah, what I'm trying to do is, um, since everything is remote, which, you know, um, in New York right now, um, I'm just, you know, that's fine with me, because I'm able to, getting on the train and bus was physically draining to me, mm-hmm. so this is, uh, I'm glad, you know, the, you know, the city is shut down, but um I'm just thinking about um, I'm hoping to get on uh, to receive some unemployment and um, just, you know, save up my money. And then um, I'm just planning on saving and saving. And then Mm -hmm. I guess when I have a nice amount of money, I'll go down there.
1: I hear that. I hear that. Um, When travel opens up, I would invite you, before you make a final decision, if you have family or friends that are in that area, come down and have a visit with them and, mm-hmm. and, and go from there. Whatever you okay. decide to do, though, Katie, I wish you well. We do have a few other callers in the thank queue. You. We're gonna ex- thank you. You're welcome. We're going to so extend much. our time tonight and let us know how you do, okay?
4: Yeah, thank you.
1: You're welcome, Katie. Blessings. We are going to extend our time tonight since I know we have a few other people in the queue. So, RJ, where are we off to?
3: We are going to go to California and visit with Sherry.
1: Okay. Good evening, Sherry.
2: Hey, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. And you, honey?
2: I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking.
1: Good. How can we be of service tonight?
4: I wanted to see what you were picking up as far as me moving into the next phase of my life, I'm looking to make a move. Um, I moved here a couple years ago. It was kind of a crash landing, and now I'm needing to make a move. And I've had an offer to park like a little fifth wheel on someone's property, and I'm wondering if you saw that coming through.
1: So that last thing again, if you will, you cut out a little bit. You had an offer to
4: do what? park a fifth wheel on someone's property here locally. And okay. I like the idea of it, but I'm not sure if that's
3: what's
2: going down with all the everything going on.
1: <laughs> right, right. Um, I I don't invite you to make any changes before June. Um, okay. While we're in the middle of this, I don't invite you, unless you absolutely must, don't, don't create change. Um, anchor in a Space where you are within and getting very clear on multiple levels of feeling into what serves you um i I don't see a move yet, and I don't recommend it uh, for you um, let me just uh, be here a minute with you just breathe into your heart for me sherry <clears throat> Yeah, I'm not getting a whole hell of a lot here other than the cautionaries for you, which in and of itself to me is an important uh, piece of information for you to consider, but your decisions are always your own. I always tell people whatever your heart tells you is, is really what you should follow, not what someone who's an intuitive has to share with you. But I would invite you to consider it in the whole decision making process. Does that make sense to you? It sure does. Okay, okay. Stay safe, Sherry, okay? Thanks. All right, honey, blessings. Thanks so much for calling in.
2: Bye bye.
1: Bye bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to?
3: We're going to go to. Cleveland, Ohio, and speak with a return caller, Desmond.
1: Okay. Good evening, Desmond. Hello. Good evening, sweet good evening. man. How are you tonight?
5: All right. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I think you are our last caller tonight. So tell me, how can we be of service?
5: Um. I know, you know, everything is going through a transformation. You know, the world and everything, and Mother Earth and everything. But I'm just wondering, like, uh, like within the last three weeks, um, I guess it kind of like cut off. Well, I didn't cut them off, but we, our two uh, female friends that like we real close, we kind of like stopped talking. So I don't know if that's the universe way of clearing them out for something else, or it just meant for me to focus on something else or it was kind of just it was kind of odd I just was over nothing so
1: did you consciously have a conversation with both of them to see what their viewpoint was on what stopped the interaction or friendship yeah it
5: was kind of petty Pay stuff, so it was like, just like I'm um, move, like I don't know, it's like I'm moving in one direction. You, you still on uh, stuff that doesn't really matter. I mean, especially all the stuff that's going on now, just seem like I'm moving on, and the little stuff don't matter. Anymore, mm-hmm. But they still, you know, worry about miscellaneous stuff that doesn't.
1: Benefit Ben okay. You know, okay, was the issue the same for both of these ladies?
5: yeah, one was um, oh, it was just a long story one
1: yeah, that's pretty okay, much. just get bring me to the the central point, <laughs> yes or no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay okay, so, so, yeah, it's an hour show, Desmond, <laughs> you know um, okay. So, so let's, let's go look for the higher energy in this and just see what it is that, that we can offer you. So as you're, as you're expressing the difference in, in viewpoint, in how these ladies are being in their lives, and how you are choosing to to be differently, opening to a broader perspective, a more collective connection, uh, looking at things that are more significant rather than not. So it is that the world is is asking us to change. Everything is an opportunity to be in the relationship with ourselves that we are here to learn from and to be in this relationship with ourselves in the way that we have set a soul intention to be. So if you can release the need to be in judgment of both of them, And just step back from it and ask yourself, does it serve my highest good to continue to be in friendship with them? If you get a yes, then that's something that you might consider that there's something yet to be learned from these relationships. If you, on the other hand, get a no, that it doesn't serve your highest good to continue these relationships, then whatever it was that, the, that you with each of them were in the process of learning is complete. But you don't need Gosh. to be in judgment of them being petty or whatever the words are that, you, that will come up for you to describe it. It's just it doesn't serve you anymore for whatever reason. And you can send them off with love. And you can also do the Ho'oponopono, right, where you just simply say to whatever memories are in me that, that are attracted these relationships that I am to atone for, just to complete the energy of whatever that is. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And then allow yourself to be open to what is coming next. This is a huge time of change. You know, you you get that.
0: Right.
5: It's just a part of me that, you know, once I'm your your friend, ride or die friend, I'll try to be your friend forever. But I also know things. We're in a different time now, very um, interesting time now. So I also recognize that. So
1: it's just, you know. A thought to consider. Friendships are, I think, all relationships, truly. But friendships are, nope, I'm going to cancel that. All relationships of which friendships are one category are always a mirror of who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. So I don't know that you need to give up the friendship. But you do need to give up if you choose how you are being in the friendship. And perhaps being in judgment of where they're at is one of them. And that may be the gift of what you are gaining from the relationships. There is a lot of change going on. How we navigate that change has all to do with what we believe and how we choose to be in the experience of it. Does that all make sense to you?
5: Yeah, I'm digesting it now, yeah.
1: Okay, so just breathe into it for a moment. Relationships are very interesting dynamics. And remember, the only one that matters above all else, not from a narcissistic perspective, but from a sole purpose, is the one that we have with ourselves first. So it's the core lesson in all of our relationships, which is what I was guided to share in the beginning of the show, Desmond. So if you came in later than that, go back and listen to the replay in the beginning. It might help. And, and if we consider... My brain just went. Hold on. Let me bring it back. If we consider that our sole purpose for being here is to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first, then every relationship is an opportunity for us to learn that. And it's not, you you know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not narcissistic, selfish, egotistical. It's truly what's the most loving choice here. If being in, in this friendship with one of these people, you know, just pick one of them in your mind right now, right? If being in that friendship, you are unable to be a kind, loving person with yourself first, then that's a relationship that you want to reconsider. Okay. It's all about you with you first. And friendships, relationships, business partnerships, family, neighbors, doesn't matter what it is or who it is, it's going to be an interesting mirror that gives us the opportunity to see who we're being with us first. Because that's why we're in the body.
5: experience that reflection.
1: To experience the reflection, the lesson that the reflection offers is the, the opportunity to be more loving in who we're being with us first. So if you and I are having conversations and you're always in judgment of me, right? You're always being hypercritical. You're always being um, um, passive aggressive, but you're my friend, right? But it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good. The things that you say to me all under the name of being my friend, right, I don't feel good about who I am in that friendship with you, then it's my job to see that something doesn't feel good in me and then decide consciously what serves my highest good. Does it serve my highest good to stay in this level of friendship with you? What is this lesson that I am here as a result of this relationship with you? And if I can't be who I am and be loving with myself and be in this friendship with you, then I need to consider walking away from this friendship because it's not serving either one of us. Because we're both here for the same reason, whether we know it or not. To remember how to be a loving presence in the relationship with
4: ourselves first.
1: Does that make sense?
4: Right, yes.
1: So I'm going to have to lovingly release you as my friend. Not out of anger, not not being snippy with an attitude. It's just, I love you, I can't do this. Or I find a way that it's okay for me to be who I am and still be in the friendship. We let life unfold how it guides us. Make sense? Right. You're going through an amazing transformation here. Pay attention to it. You know, let it guide you. Yeah, let it guide you. Feel into it. Your heart is always going to be your best guide. Feel into it. You're very empathic, Desmond. I tend to attract you people. You are me. I am you. Right? Okay, Uh, so let that gift of empathy guide you. Feel into it. Empaths, that's our best gift. Not to think about it. We can think about it and talk about it to death, right? Right.
2: That's not not
1: what the gift, yeah. Feel into it. Let the feeling of it guide you.
5: Yeah, it just feels crazy right now. I mean, I understand it, but still feel crazy,
1: so. Okay, so, so um, send it love. Do the ho'oponopono it with it to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of this uncomfortable, crazy feeling that I am to atone for because it's somebody, it's about relationships outside of you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you or just I love you or just thank you repeatedly. Just keep, every time you have that feeling that doesn't feel good, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, or I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Breathe into that heart, breathe out of it. And when the feeling that is uncomfortable shifts, you move on. But you can do it proactively and also be, you know, keep repeating it. Like I had recommended to to one of our first callers, right, to whatever memories are in me that are the source of this This craziness between so and so and myself on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. It'll shift because you're shifting the energy in you that's creating it. Because it's not about them, it's only about you. (laughs)
5: Right? All right. All right, All
1: right. Makes sense, sweet man Sure does
5: Appreciate right. your uh, work on this earth um,
1: I am so grateful for your presence as well Thank you, thank you Take good care of you I am surrounding you with much love Okay?
5: All right Y'all have a nice night Much love
1: Thank you, sweetie Thank you, blessings All right, RJ. You with me? Oh, I don't hear you, RJ. There you are. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us tonight. I'm so grateful.
3: We had such powerful calls today too. That's awesome.
1: It was a wonderful show. Wonderful show. Thank you. Is the weather getting more spring-like up there in Virginia? Oh, well,
3: it was for a few days, and then it got to be 31 last
1: night. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you'll be you'll be experiencing the beauty and the colors of spring soon, right? And hopefully, where springtime bothers you, but. Yeah, my dear friend that lives up in New Jersey sent me pictures of uh, blooming azalea bushes. Um, Beautiful, purpley-colored flowers. Just so gorgeous. Just so So gorgeous. gorgeous. All right. Well, thank you, RJ. We look forward to hopefully being here with you again next Sunday. So we'll close out the show with a rapid heart connection, as is our ritual. And, And then we'll call it a night. Thank you, sweet man. Much love.
3: Thank you, and good night.
1: All right. All right, everyone. I want to just say thank you so much to all of our callers who chose to spend a little time with us tonight. Very grateful for the opportunity to be of service. So as is our, our um, usual ritual, we're going to do just a, a quick meditation for connecting to the heart and connecting to the collective of humanity to reinforce our connection to love and to the we that we are. So if you will, as long as you're not driving, just close your eyes. Uncross your ankles and knees. Gently lay your hands by your legs or on your lap. Relax your abdominal muscles and breathe. Breathe however you feel guided to. Be very aware of your breath. Feel the coolness of the breath as you breathe in and the warmth of the air as you breathe out. Focusing only on your breath right now. A few more. Breathing in and out as you feel guided to just feel the tension in your jaw and the tissue around your eyes and mouth. Feel that tension released from your back, from that low back area. Relax your hands. And feel that breath as it comes in and as it goes out. now focus your breath on that beautiful heart center in the middle of your chest. Imagine your breath is going into that heart center and out of it. The breath goes all the way into the back of your chest and then comes out through the front again. You can even add whatever the color of love is to you. So as you breathe into the heart center, you see that color of love. And as you breathe out, that color of love is breathed out. You can even create a bubble of that love light around you so that you imagine in your mind's eye that with each breath in, you're breathing in love light and breathing it out trusting and knowing that there is an infinite supply of love and it is always right there inside of you. You can imagine every cell in your body filled and surrounded with love light from your head the way down to your tiniest toe, from deep within including every organ system all the way through and including every cell of skin, every strand of hair, every cell that comprises your nails on your fingers and toes so that you become this brilliant, vibrating light of love. And just feel into that. As you breathe into your heart with your next breath, feel what that feels like for you. And breathe into and out of your heart as often as you can remember. Because from this place, you are connected to everyone and everything, only through love and with love. And that's what we're here to remember. We are not separate from each other. We are so much a part of each other. And every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you raise your vibration. You support your immune system. You support the balance vibrationally of every system in your body from head to toe. You help to transmute the fear, the grief, the sadness all the emotions that we are all feeling right now. And it brings you back to the vibration of love that is your soul. And each time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you are creating a wave form of love that is shared with the collective of humanity. It's a gift. And all it takes is a breath. That's it. For we are but one light, one heart, one presence. And that waveform of love also gets shared with the earth, our divine blessed mother, without whom we don't exist. So spending time loving her well is a worthy use of our time for we are at one with her heart of love as well. So imagine as often as you can, remember to breathe into and out of your heart center. Remember that there's a waveform of love that comes from you every time you do. It goes to the center of the earth. It fills her it comes through the surface of the earth a gift to everyone there including us it fills our atmosphere and it keeps on flowing no boundaries to love is the answer we seek that love travels back in time through space time dimensions realities Back to the beginning of all that is, whatever you believe that to be. And what we know is what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So every time we breathe into and out of our heart center, that waveform of love is a gift that emanates from us. It comes back to us even brighter, even more powerful. So breathe it in because here it comes. Beautiful. Well done. And thank you. Thank you for sharing this time with me. Thank you for being who you are on this planet. You are loved so dearly. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. I wish you all a fabulous week. And I look forward to seeing you all back here on the Heart Healer Radio Network next Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, be safe out there. Take good care of you and those you love, which is all of us, please. Blessings of much love and gratitude and good night.
0: To joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.